This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 82, How to Be Grateful and Still Want More. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose, a place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this week. It's another Monday, and I'm just not really feeling it today. You know, that's just how life goes. I don't always feel into this work. I don't always feel like I want to be here, but I'm committed to showing up. So I'm here and I'm recording this podcast and I'm going to put it out there. And that is what I know that I will look back on and be grateful that I did, even though in this moment, I don't want to do it. So if you're just waking up and going through the motions, I totally, totally get that. And I applaud you for doing that and just keep putting one foot in front of the other, because sometimes that's all we can do, right? And so we just keep going. It's just something that I know I'm just in kind of a funk right now. And that is normal, my friends. Totally normal. Okay, so I want to thank any of you who went over and left a review because that's super awesome of you and it's going to make my week awesome. So I wanted to jump on here and read a review for you. And this comes from... Jane Lopes Cabin. Love the name. It's awesome. I want to go to this cabin. And it says, I really enjoy listening to Meg. The advice she gives is practical and always rings true. I even enjoyed listening to the unedited episode she accidentally loaded. I can relate so well. That episode was a keeper too, with or without editing. I love that she includes the bonus episodes called A Cup of Joel to her podcast. I found myself really looking forward to listening to hers and Joel's conversation. It's opened my eyes up to new ways of looking at the gospel, and it sometimes confirms the validity of some thoughts I've had floating around in my head. Keep them all coming. Thank you so much, Jane Lopes Cabin. I really, really appreciate that review. And look at how simple that was, my friends. So make sure that you jump on and leave me a review. I have a goal of having 100 reviews by the end of the year, and I'm at 35. So who's going to help me out? You can help me by leaving the review first off and then sharing it with your friends so that then they can leave reviews. Okay, so definitely do that. And thank you, Jane Lopes Cabin. And thank you, everybody else who's left a review. I read them all and I really, really appreciate them. And I'm glad that you like a cup of Joel. I love a cup of Joel. I just recorded next Sunday's episode with him yesterday. And it's going to be a good one. You're going to want to tune in. All right, so let's jump to this podcast that you have to review for me and get you some good information so that you can go and leave an awesome review. So this is actually a podcast that I've had in the works for several months, actually, and one that I am really excited to share with you. It's going to be a slightly different format, so I'm going to 
have a guest on halfway through and she's going to give her viewpoint and her perspective because this is really where this podcast stemmed from. So I'm excited for that. So we'll just jump into it and then you'll get to see where she comes in. So I recently had a coaching session with someone and I was discussing with this woman about her desires to pursue her passion outside of motherhood. And she had so many thoughts about going down this road. She knew it was something that she was supposed to do with her life. She knew it was something that was important to fulfilling her soul, but she had a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of things that could have potentially really side uh, tracked her or sidelined her from really doing the thing that she knew she was supposed to. So she had one thought that really jumped out at me and she said, I'm afraid to succeed and realize that my life was so great before. And she's talking about like before her success. So in essence, what she was saying was that she thought that because she may not recognize that her life is so great now and be grateful for everything that she currently has, that 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 success will somehow be only a thing that teaches her that, see, it's not greater here. It was great back there and that she should just have been grateful and not wanted more in her life to begin with. In some part, that is true. Success is not what will make her life great. It's what she thinks about her current circumstances that makes her life great. What she doesn't realize is that she can have a great life now. She can go after her passions and be successful and still have a great life. Or conversely, she could decide to not go after her passions and still have a great life. Her happiness is more dependent on what she thinks about her life than anything else. This is so key, my listening friendship people out there. Like, it really comes down to what you think. It is not the circumstances in your life that dictate your happiness, your fulfillment. And I think the thing that really keeps people back the most is when they have these thoughts that they aren't fulfilling their greatest desires or their greatest gifts. They are not sharing those with the world in the way that they should. That causes the greatest unhappiness. It's not the fact that we go after it. And we're going to talk about that more later. So this woman's statement is one that I think is really important to discuss because I think it's one in which you can probably relate. Your brain may play this funny trick on you by telling you that if you succeed, you will look back with regret because your life before success was so much better and you should have just been happy with the way it was before and not wanted more. Okay. So recently I came across this quote on Instagram. I cannot quote where it's from. There wasn't really like a quotable thing to follow as to who the source was, but I thought it was really, really applicable to what I'm talking about today. It says, quote, sometimes you're haunted by this lingering fear that you might accidentally want or have or reach for more than you really deserve. Sometimes you're haunted by the thought that you're somehow overreaching in your desires as though you should want only those things you can be absolutely sure you've earned. Desire isn't a problem to be solved or an equation that must be balanced. It just exists already inside you and your task isn't to make yourself worthy of it, but to follow it forward and see where it leads." End quote. So good, right? 
The tricky thing is, if you can't feel like you can desire more and that you are worthy of it, it becomes very difficult to be grateful for the things you already have. You're kind of caught in this really weird world where you're like, I should be really grateful and I am really grateful, but I want more. And so if I want more, am I not really grateful for what I have? And I am here to settle all of that turmoil within you today. What if I were to tell you that being grateful for where you are and what you have and then striving and wanting more is exactly how Heavenly Father wants you to live? Now, if this seems like a foreign concept, you are in good company. I too have struggled with this concept of having deep gratitude and still wanting more. But my perspective has begun to change after a friend of mine pointed out how something we do on a daily basis teaches us the importance of not only being grateful for what we have, but the importance of then wanting and striving for more. Since she so beautifully articulated this concept, I invited her to talk about it on today's podcast. I'd like to welcome my friend, Michelle Stevenette, to the podcast. Welcome, Michelle. Well, hi, Meg. How are you? So good. Thanks for having me. Good. I'm so happy that you're here and that you're going to talk about this concept of how you can be grateful and then also want something more. So can you expound upon that a little bit more and how you kind of found this in something that we do every day, what we should do every day, right? And how this is so important. Yes, this was like game changer, light bulb moment for me when I figured this out on my in my head. So for many, many years, probably the vast majority of my life, I believed that if I was really grateful for my circumstances, for my life, for all of my blessings, that I wouldn't and shouldn't want anything beyond that. And so if I ever did have a thought of like, oh, I would like this or, or I would want that, I would sort of suppress it thinking like, no, 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 just be grateful for what you have. And um, and I, I think it kind of stems from like that kind of pioneer heritage thinking, which I believe is totally well intended of like, what's that saying? Like the use it up, make it do. Right out whatever use it up whatever make it do or do without right (laughs) and um and i think that the the message of that is spot on like be you know inventive and thrifty and whatever but um but i think sort of an unintended sort of i don't know if it's cultural maybe a little bit in um in our church was that if i did want something more then i must not be grateful Mm -hmm. and so so I felt really at odds with this for a long time. I'm like, no, just be grateful, just be grateful. And then I um, realized one day when I, I, was, I actually remember when this was, I remember where, where I was, I was on a walk in my neighborhood. And somehow I, I guess I just kind of been in my thoughts and pondering whatever. And I kind of had this thought come to me of how the order of prayer that we're taught is to first be grateful, express gratitude, and then what? Ask for more, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so I was like, wait a minute, um, this is something that we I've been taught to do is to be grateful and want more like simultaneously. And that that's the place that we should want more from, not from like greed or from 
you know, not enough or whatever, but from that place of, I am so grateful and I, I want more. And I, the more I've thought about it, I've realized that it's interesting how there's certain aspects of our life that we don't see this as a conflict. Like when it comes to, you know, um, education or when it comes to our, you know, our families, like we don't see having wanting more education or wanting more family or things like that. We don't see that as a conflict, but when we want something that could, you know, maybe be interpreted as temporal or worldly, like better health (laughs) or more money, like we think, Oh, we shouldn't want that. But I think if we want it from a place of gratitude and if we can see the value in it, the same way that we see the value in knowledge or, you know, personal revelation or anything else mm-hmm. worthy like that, mm-hmm. there's no problem with wanting more. And I think that that is, you know, when we pray, that is exactly what we're, we're taught to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love that concept because it really means that there's no limit. There's no limit to what God wants us to be able to accomplish and do with our life and how he wants us to grow and progress. But we always need him to help us, right? Like we can't do that by ourselves. Yeah. And I've come now to a place where I think that it's absolutely necessary, actually, Mm -hmm. for us to want more. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's just sort of doing that little self-check of what our motives are. But I think that wanting more is necessary and required for us to make the kind of progress that Heavenly Father wants for us. And I think we just kind of worry that our motives might not be correct or what have you. But if we want further light and knowledge, if we want more health, if you know, whatever we want, if it is coming from a place of love and gratitude, mm-hmm. like, that's the best way to want. Isn't that concept that Michelle just so beautifully articulated for us so amazing and true? I love it. Of course, God wants you to be grateful for what you have in the moments you find yourself in, but he also wants you to go for more. He wants you to strive to grow and develop in all areas of your life. And he shows us that in the order of how we are supposed to pray. I taught that all the time on my mission, and it is something that is so applicable in each of of our lives. And the thing is, is that God doesn't just want you to do this in the spiritual areas of your life. He wants you to do this in every area of your life. So that can be from something as simple as learning the best way to cook pasta all the way up to creating a Fortune 500 company. You should never limit yourself and the possibilities of what you can do and the things that you can accomplish. The doctrine of eternal progression applies to this life as well as the next. You should be constantly striving to be grateful for your current circumstances, but at the same time, know that there is endless growth and progression that you should be striving for as well. You should never be stagnant. This means that you can be grateful for the current education you have, but want to go back to school and get a higher degree. It means you can have three children and absolutely love them to pieces, but still want to have a few or many more. It means you can be an amazing cook, yet you want to go and study in France to learn a certain bread making technique. It means you can have a side gig where you bring in a little money each month, but you want to grow your business so that it becomes a full-time business and an income that retires your husband from his job. 
This principle so well fits into every aspect of our life, and I am so grateful for Michelle teaching that to me. God gave you your desires for a reason. He wants you to strive for greatness in all areas of your life. He did not create you with the ability to ever max out your abilities and learning. Isn't that awesome? But he does leave us with agency and the decisions of what we do with our lives. So, of course, get on your knees and thank him for all that you have. And then while you're still on your knees, ask him for what you want more of and then let him guide you in how to accomplish it. Such an amazing insight that comes from the simple process of prayer that each of us has access to every moment of our life. All right, everyone, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope that you can be grateful for all that you have and know that you have so much more to do and accomplish and that Heavenly Father is willing to give you the things that you desire and help you as you come to him from a place of gratitude and a desire to do more with your life. I will see you next week and I hope you all have a great week. Bye-bye.